We've got some spicy NFL news to catch up on. Plus, we take a look at the NFC North in our Mas or Menos segment, and we may or may not have a hot take during it. This is Coaching from the Couch. Hello and welcome in to episode three of Coaching from the Couch. I'm your host once again, Darren, back with a uh, brother and co-host Blake. How's it going, Blake? Going good. Let's do it again. <laughs> yes, sir. Here we are again. Thanks again for tuning in once more. Uh, and yeah, we're ready to roll. Uh, we've got the first preseason NFL game. Tomorrow, we are recording August 3rd, Wednesday uh, at 9. Oh, wait, is it Tuesday right now? No, no, it's, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> it's Wednesday. Okay, we're good. We're good. <laughs> uh, yeah, tomorrow. So tomorrow, I believe, Jacksonville Jaguars and the Las Vegas Raiders. So we are here. We are ready to roll. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be some crappy preseason games here to start, but yeah, real stinker. <laughs> we're, we're close. At least at least we've got some kind of football going. Yeah. So a lot of teams have been practicing with pads, so uh, practice have been getting a little more physical. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we are up and rolling. Uh, and because of that, we are just going to skip out on college football talk for this episode we understand a lot of our episodes have been running a little long, and so we wanted to try and condense them down a little bit and uh, focus on maybe the more important things. So uh, to kind of help us out with that, we've, we're going to cut the college football talk for today. I'm sure there'll be more of that to come as uh, kind of fall camp opens up for a lot of colleges so there really hasn't been much news in the college football world. So we're just going to go right into NFL talk. There's been a lot going on since we last talked. seems like uh, right when we publish our episode, a bunch of stuff comes out and we're like, oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's <laughs> We the missed truth. out on all that, but uh, we're here to talk about it today. So don't, don't be afraid. Um, and to help us with kind of keeping our episodes a little more concise we're going to go ahead and have a timer for each segment so you may hear a little timer in the background that's when you know all right we're going to wrap it up we're going to move on uh and and kind of get get through our next segments we just we just love the game of football too much we're getting carried away it's true <laughs> so we go, we go off once we start we can't stop yeah, so. i know i know so hopefully this will help so this first we thought we'd uh, start by talking about Kyler Murray and the recent news. I, I don't know how recent it is anymore. It yeah, seems honestly. like it was a week ago now. But um, uh, so he went. He went ahead and signed his contract. So you know, congratulations to him. Great work. Well deserved. You know, he's a very talented young man, uh, and you know, lots of money. So great great for him 
And then uh, kind of news comes out that in the contract, it states he's required to study at least four hours of personal study. I believe it was every week on his own, aside from, you know, the team study that they do every day or, or whatever. Uh, and so kind of that kind of picked up some heat in the in the news and everything. And that that's kind of something you don't really hear of in, in NFL contracts. And so uh, everyone started to question his, uh, is he lazy? You know, his work ethic, uh, they're questioning why the team had to even put that in there. And and then everyone had just automatically assumed, oh, this guy doesn't like to study. He doesn't like to prepare for games and for practice or whatever. And, you know, he's lazy. The, you know, the, the Arizona Cardinals are screwed because they've got a quarterback who doesn't prepare like he should. Um, and so, that you know, it was big news when this came out. Everyone's talking about it all over social media and everything. Well, Kyler goes ahead and and steps up and he did he wasn't scheduled to interview with the media but he just showed up anyway and kind of took an initiative and said hey you know i'm gonna shut down all these all these rumors i work very hard um you know he 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 had some great kind of quotes in there that you can go look up but basically he's a shorter quarterback you know and so he said you know someone of my size i can't not prepare because I'm already at a disadvantage being so short. And so, you know, he basically shut down any rumors or any questions about his work ethic. And then after that, the Arizona Cardinals went ahead and removed that uh, documentation in his contract, removed uh, that whole thing that he had to do his you know own personal study and all that, <laughs> uh, you know, and they all released statements stating hey you know we never questioned kyler murray's work ethic or or studying habits or any of that so yeah there's a lot to unpack here uh we we kind of i think we have the whole story here there hasn't been much news around that recently and so what were your initial thoughts uh blake when that first came out and uh i mean why did the arizona cardinals put that in there in the first place uh yeah, I mean initially it was kind of shocking when I first saw it. I was like, that's kind of strange. You know, it does make make you wonder. And obviously as a as an NFL fan, it makes you think, ooh, maybe he isn't doing his homework. But uh like Kyler said in his um in his interview, he kind of went up there and like like you said, you had highlighted, he's so short he can't get away. You know, he's obviously a freak athlete and sh- proved it in college and has you know taken it to the nfl and proved it but you can't just get off of you know athleticism in the nfl like it doesn't work like that everybody's top tier everybody's the best of the best so i mean i think it was kind of strange that everybody would assume that um but it kind of makes you think about the the playoff game you know the first playoff game of this um 2021 season i mean they just completely fell apart you know maybe that raises some questions maybe that was very disappointing yeah yeah and maybe the cardinals and um entire organization was expecting more of that playoff you know and maybe they put a lot of blame on kyler um 
but I really don't, I don't have any reason why they would do that, you know, and, and then going in and taking it out of his contract. I mean, clearly proves that they're like, Oh, you know, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Like they didn't realize it was going to turn into something that, you know, it did. Right. So yeah, I think, I think it's pretty crazy. I think you have to watch film if you're going to be successful in the NFL. And he's proved that, you know, that he's a legitimate quarterback. I don't know about how much money he's got, if he was worth that much, but you know, you, you got to bite the bullet because finding a good quarterback is basically impossible in this day and age. Right. Um, so I don't know that. Yeah. That's my, that's was my initial thoughts. It was just, wow. Like, does that, really how they want it to be but you know i don't know what you thought right no yeah i i kind of along with you that when it when it, when the news first broke i was like oh wow uh maybe he is kind of lazy I, I don't know you know so, i mean i don't i i kind of thought the organization put that in his contract for a reason i i couldn't imagine they they didn't just throw that in there for fun so I just assumed they knew something that, you know, maybe the outside world didn't, but then yeah, Kyler did step up and kind of pleaded his case and he did a good job. I think, you know, he, this is a very decorative athlete. Like you said, he was drafted first, um, first overall, right. In the, in the NFL draft to the Cardinals, uh, but he was also drafted in the MLB, uh, the baseball, uh, you know, so he, he could have had his pick. He ended up choosing the NFL, uh, he was he won the Heisman Trophy in college, you know, had a gr- great seasons with um, Oklahoma, you know, was a great, great quarterback for them and, and has been to multiple Pro Bowls now in the NFL. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he, he 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 did a great job pleading his case. You know, he, he he's got all kinds of accomplishments and things. And yeah, I don't think you can accomplish that. Just, <laughs> yeah, relying on your talent, like you said. Um, and so. When after he pleaded his case, I initially kind of went back to, well, why in the world would the Cardinals even just throw that in his contract at all? Why even make this a big deal if if at the end of you know the end result was them just taking it out anyway? Why why even put it in there in the first place? Which was very weird. And then I kind of got some vibes from Cardinals reporters and fans that uh, <laughs> their their front office isn't the brightest and that they're (laughs) sometimes they might be throwing in some goofy things like that um which doesn't surprise me but um i kind of went back uh kyler murray is uh uh, openly a part of phase clan uh so for for those of you who don't know phase clan is a a video game kind of uh organization i guess you could say and and he's a part of them and so he's kind of very openly involved in video gaming and things like that so i could see maybe the owner or the general manager seeing that and seeing how involved he is in gaming and maybe being concerned about it and thought oh uh, this guy all he does is play video games in his spare time or whatever uh you know they're older gentlemen the the gm and the president i don't think they fully understand that you know the the younger generation they're very much involved in kind of video games you know when you know not not every day all day but you know they 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 like to spend some time in the gaming scene every once in a while which you know nothing wrong with that 
But um, I could see them thinking, oh, that's all he does in his free time. You know, these guys, this guy, he, he's not preparing as much as he should. And especially after that playoff loss, I think they might have had a bitter taste in their mouth and thought, you know, he's got to be better. He's he's not uh, spending <laughs> enough time, uh, you know, studying film and things. And And so I could see them kind of maybe wanting that to be part of the contract <laughs> and then ended up seeing how much it kind of blew up and, and exploded <laughs> all over social media and everything and maybe ended up changing their minds a little bit. Uh, what do you think of that? I, that? That's kind of what I think. I mean, I don't see any other reason why they would throw that in there. Yeah. I think there, there definitely had to have been a reason. Um, but I mean, at the same time, maybe that maybe there isn't a reason at all. You know, maybe they're like, we're paying this guy, uh, you know, it's quite a bit of money, you know, over the, the span that they sign him for, you know, they're going to want the best out of Kyler that they can get. So maybe they're trying to guarantee that he's, he's putting in that extra work, you know, and just trying to slide that in there. Um, and again, like you said, it really blew up in their face when, the entire public's freaking out that Kyler Murray's is lazy dude. I mean, that makes your quarterback look so bad that you have <laughs> to include that in a contract, right. you know? And, and so I don't know, maybe they just want, you know, to make ensure that Kyler's going to put in that work and not coast, you know, there's a lot of guys that just sign that contract and just kind of coast towards their end of the end of their career. But, yeah. you know, again, like you had mentioned it, most of the time, if they're going to include something like that, there's got to be a reason. So, you know, maybe there is something in the past that fans don't know about and that the organization sees that nobody else does, you know, or they just wanted to include it to ensure that their quarterback's putting in that work. But, yeah, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, did, I didn't even know he was a part of FaZe Clan. Like, that's surprising to me. I had no idea. So yeah. maybe that – Maybe that does add, you know, something to the story that a lot of people aren't considering. Yeah, yeah, and and Face Clan is very big. They're one of the bigger kind of gaming uh, organizations, uh, and so yeah, they're they're very popular with with athletes and and people like like Kyler Murray. So you know, I I don't think it's too surprising that someone of his caliber is involved. But um, but yeah, I think you bring up a good point that. Uh, a lot of people think ultimately that the organization got what they wanted and that maybe this just kind of adds fuel to the fire to Kyler, you know, maybe they wanted the public to get word of this. They leaked it themselves and they wanted everyone to make it a bigger, big deal, kind of piss Kyler off a little bit. And then, and then, you know, hurry and draw back the words and be like, Oh no, we took it out. Look, we took it out. But yeah, yeah now that fire is already burning in Kyler. He's like, okay, I'm going to go out and, and show everybody that I don't need that four hour independent study in my, you know, in my contract. Uh, so, so maybe it's mission accomplished by the organization. They're like, all right, you know, we've got the media now, everyone Kyler's going to have every, all eyes are going to be on Kyler this year you know throughout the whole year oh yeah because everyone's gonna go back to this contract you know if he doesn't perform well they're gonna go oh he's not studying you know <laughs> he's playing <laughs> yeah. video games <laughs> um and it's gonna be a conversation i think all year but at the same time it, he can go out and prove everyone wrong and be like 
and, and, you know, just ball out and play really well and, and, you know, lead the Cardinals far, maybe in the, into the playoffs, uh, you know, and just you know, kick butt. And I think then he can go back and kind of flip it on him and be like, look guys, I, I you know, I do my work. I, stu- I do my studies and I'm out here just kicking, kicking butt. And, uh, you know, there's nothing, there's no conversation. There's nothing to talk about. Um, It'll also be very interesting. We'll, we'll have kind of an inside scoop on kind of how how Kyler and, and the Cardinals season goes because they will be on the in-season hard knocks this year, uh, which started last year. Uh, so every year, hard knocks, HBO, they have their preseason team that they follow. Uh, last year, they just started where they follow a team in the middle of the season. It was the Indianapolis Colts. And then this year, the Arizona Cardinals will be the in-season team. So I believe it's around November, I want to say, where they follow the team. They, 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 you know, they're they're in the locker room or they're they're at practice. They're at the games, kind of film and kind of get some behind-the-scenes access to what goes on with an NFL organization. So I think that's that's just going to add more eyes and more attention to Kyler and how he performs this year. So it'll it'll be fun. It'll be a fun story to kind of follow, um, but uh, yeah, I, I think you do bring up another good point. I should mention that um, organizations are constantly worried about giving these high-profile athletes a bunch of money because they are worried that, like you said, once they've get they they secured the bag, they're gonna kind of coast the rest of their career because okay, I got my money, I'm good, I don't need to you know, perform anymore. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm successful, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I think every organization worries about that. You know, that's why they're, it takes a minute to, to, to get a team to give someone a ton of money like that. So I could see them being a little worried, a little cautious about that. And so to kind of ease their minds about paying someone so much money, they just threw in, Hey, we want you studying on, on your own, a certain amount of time that would make us feel better about giving you so much money. So yeah, I could see that being a factor too. So anyway, yeah, that it'll be a, a fun season. So, uh, you know, I, I hope uh, Kyler goes out and balls out, you know, and improves everyone wrong. You know, he, he's a good player and uh, it'll be fun to see what, what happens, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be fun to see if there's any, any more news that comes out on that and, you know, what, what, uh, Kyler goes and, and does, you know, I think he'll obviously go out and perform. I, I really enjoy watching him. He's, he's fun watching him run around, you know, he's like a tiny little, little bug out, out there <laughs> against all those huge guys. So that's right. You know, and it's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's fun to watch a, a guy like, you know, him with his caliber and, um, succeed. So I'm sure, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun to see kind of what he does. And yeah, if he proves the proves everybody wrong, or if he, you know, gives the people reasons to doubt. So (laughs) that's right. All right. Now to kind of talk about something a little more recent, uh, actually news as of today, uh, Deshaun Watson and his, uh, sexual misconducts. Uh, so we we recently just found out that he 
was suspended. Oh yeah, Monday. So a couple of days ago, he, uh, the verdict came out. Some judge determined that he should be suspended six games for playing around with some massage therapists, so to speak, quote unquote. Uh, grabbing titties, boy. <laughs> grabbing titties, that good <laughs> that that weren't consented upon, and so yes, <laughs> many many women were involved in this and accused Deshaun of of these actions. And, and you know, so it's it's been a very big kind of scandal that's been happening for over a year now. I mean, this is this started like last year before the season started. So it's been a long time coming, but they finally came out and said he should be suspended six games. Um and nobody the yeah, once again, the, the, the media and the public uh, were outraged with that. They didn't think that was enough. The evidence is pretty damning, uh, for sure. There, there's quite a bit of evidence that proves he's guilty. And so a lot of people don't think six games is enough. They think at least a year uh, should be the minimum amount uh, he should be suspended and and so you know that that kind of went on for a day where everyone was very upset about that and uh, and then news just came out today that the NFL is planning on um what what's the word uh what's the word I'm looking for but try and um reject that basically they're they're going to fight that ruling and try and get him suspended for more Yes. basically so they're they're basically saying we don't we don't think six games is enough we're gonna go ahead and shoot for more than that they're and, appealing <laughs> appealing yes they that's the words so they're gonna appeal the six game suspension and they're gonna try and and get him suspended for more and so you know good for them i guess to kind of stand up and stand up for what they think is wrong and and try and get get a, get a bigger suspension for him. Um, but I don't know. My initial thoughts is you don't normally see the NFL um, try and fight for a larger suspension for one of their stars. Uh, you know, Deshaun is a, is a, is a very talented yeah, player he's and he's a quarterback, you know, he's big, he's, he's big time and he, he can draw viewers and, and help out a franchise, you know, draw some money in for the NFL. So the, the fact that they're trying to kind of uh, suspend them even more is is kind of a big deal. So you don't normally see that. But when I when I you know heard of that, I, I kind of thought, well, are they doing that because they honestly believe that he, he he deserves a larger suspension, or did the media and the pressure of everyone kind of um, upset about the six game suspension kind of pressure them enough to to do this? What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think um, I had some different thoughts too. I I have a a picture pulled up here um, on TikToks of three different players um, with the game sus- suspended numbers of games they were suspended. Right. Uh, me and me and you talked about them, um, but Calvin Ridley was suspended seventeen games for gambling on on games. And Josh Gordon was suspended 25 plus games for smoking weed. And then there's Deshaun Watson for six games for sexual assault. Yes. Uh, of, of mean, multiple women. I mean, I think it's 20 yeah. plus 
women yeah. came out and said this. So it's not like it's just one girl that was upset about, you know, being grabbed or something. This was multiple women that came out and, and confessed against him. Exactly. You know, yeah. So, so the NFL coming out and appealing that, like it, me personally, I think it's right. I think he needs to be suspended a lot more than six games, you know, especially if the evidence is clear. And I mean, it's, it's obvious what he's done is wrong. Um, you know, if, if you're going to suspend Calvin Ridley seven, you know, the, an entire season for betting on games, I think Watson should be double that for assaulting a woman. <laughs> like there shouldn't be a, you know, a fly with that. There's no way he should even touch the field for the 2022 season. Yeah, but I'm sure he probably will because again, he is a big star, like you had mentioned, and he drives in the money, you know, and finding a new home in Cleveland. You know, they're the Browns fans are excited, all NFL fans are excited to see him out there because he missed the 2021 season because he, you know, hated the Texans clearly. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's I think it's right for the NFL to appeal it like it, it needs to happen, um, especially with all the, the women, you know, coming out and all the evidence showing. Um, but at the same time, I think the public does have a big um, effect on him because the second the you know, it came out that he was going to serve the six games like the social media side of everything just blew up on the NFL and you know, it's not enough. That's terrible. Was the NFL standing for? And, you know, the NFL doesn't want that. You know, they don't want that attached to their name that they're letting a basically a pervert, you know, <laughs> play when he shouldn't be. You know, the yep. guy's a perv. Yep. So, you know, I'm I'm sure they're going to go back to the drawing board and reassess things and they'll probably get it right. I'm sure. You know, I don't know. I Me personally, I don't know what I would think is fair, but. You know, I don't, I don't think he should see the field at all, but I'm sure he probably will. Um, but yeah, I think the the pressure of the media and, you know, they, these, this day and age, you know, it's hard. I think, I think um, they definitely had an effect on the NFL, you know, appealing that and going back to the drawing board and reassessing things. So, yeah. Yeah, I think so. You know, I, the NFL is all about, yeah viewers and money and things and so if you if you have a bunch of people upset about this Deshaun Watson thing that's gonna that's gonna lower your numbers and your views and so that that that's not good for the NFL and and so yeah I think they didn't really have much of a choice but uh, yeah appeal that I mean they've had controversial things like this before but I don't know if it was to this magnitude I mean the yeah, the, the evidence is pretty damning. And so it's kind of kind of hard to just uh, to just not uh, mention it and to not yeah, do something about it. You can't just slide this one under the rug. Like it's kind of <laughs> yeah. it's a little bit too intense for that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And especially with a quarterback, you know, someone who's supposed to be kind of uh, the face of a franchise is yeah. supposed to be your kind of stand-up guy your leader in the locker room and things like that and then it comes out that you know he's he's doing some shady crap uh that's yeah i don't think you can have that yeah 
in in the in your league. Um, I just yeah, I wonder if what will happen. You know, if they'll end up increasing the suspension, that'll be interesting. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't understand how the judge got the six games in the first place. That's <laughs> that is not enough. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was kind of weird. So I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't hold my breath that it's going to be more, but they're pushing hard and the NFL has a lot of power for sure. So, I mean, we'll, we'll have to see what happens there, but yeah, I think <laughs> the, um, Calvin Ridley suspension makes sense. You know, the integrity of the game, you know, you don't want someone altering results on purpose uh, yeah. for a game, you know, so a year. Uh, yeah. I, I guess I could see that, but I think that for sure means Deshaun's has to be more than that. I, I mean, those aren't on the same level. I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> not even the same spectrum there. I mean, come on betting on a game and then, you know, sexually assaulting somebody. Right. It's they, yeah, they got to reassess something. I don't know yeah. what it is, but so I think it's got to be reassessed. I think it's maybe a year and a half for Deshaun, at least maybe even yeah. two. I, plus the Browns kind of, the, the Browns gave him that big contract, which basically helped him because they knew a suspension was probably coming. So in the contract, they basically made it so uh, he can't lose as much money from fines and stuff if he were to get suspended down the line, which of course he ends up doing. So the Browns are over here trying to help him out. You know, they want their quarterback to, to be happy with him and stuff. So um yeah, I, uh, I think a suspension needs to be severe for him because the fine, obviously, he's not going to do much. And uh, yeah, I, I just don't think he can get this one wrong. Uh, you know, there, apparently there was like messages and like there's like travel histories and things of where he was going. So, you know, they, they have quite a bit of evidence, it sounds like, of what was going on. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, and I think Adam Schefter reported that uh, Deshaun doesn't feel like he did anything wrong either, still. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, he's pretty adamant that, you know, he he didn't do anything wrong. So, I don't know, but that's kind of... uh, Sounds like Deshaun (laughs) needs a new lesson on manners. Yeah, (laughs) so I think a a good hefty suspension, well, I think can help so hopefully uh, you know they make this one right but that'll be definitely something to keep an eye on again he's a he's a talented player uh, you know so his off the field issues aside you know he can sling the pill and, and he's you know he's fast he's he's mobile um you know he's a, he's a talent but um yeah you, you want to see him get this one right and i think we'll go ahead and talk about more of what this means for the Browns as a whole when we get to them in our mas or menos section uh, and hopefully we'll have a little more clarity on how big the suspension will be um, and things like that That that's obviously going to play a big part in how their season goes huge, this year yeah, huge so um, so we'll talk more then I'm sure and and we'll, we'll, we'll be keeping an eye on this story but um, yeah I mean <laughs> the NFL is never short of 
kind of scandals like this, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's it's difficult. Um, if they don't get it right, you know, it's it's going to really mess up their reputation. And I think they know that. And I think that's probably why they were so quick to go back to, you know, appealing it. Like the second they announced, like, you know, the instantly the NFL's like, we're appealing it because they know, you know, everybody's already coming after the NFL already. And, you know, letting letting a dude who was assaulting people, you know, last year and, you know, multiple women letting him back onto the field after a six game suspension, like they know it's going to mess up their reputation as a whole. So I'm sure the NFL will make it right. Um, and I hope they do um, for, you know, everybody's case. And so I'm, I'm sure they'll go back to the drawing board and, and definitely get that fixed because, you know, six games, I think six games probably more fitting for Ridley for betting on games, you know, and then give Watson the year or maybe more. But, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to hit Ridley with an entire year, then, I mean, you got to hit Watson for maybe even two, like you had mentioned, (laughs) it's got to be a severe, you know, much bigger penalty than what Ridley's getting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah. And especially, the Josh Gordon thing, that was a whole screw job too. Oh, I mean, man. come on. We're... <laughs> that guy was a player. He just got <laughs> nicked and nicked for smoking that weed. Oh, he could not get on. away from that stuff. They're, they're all smoking a little weed here and yeah, there. You, know? not a, you can test everybody. I guarantee you they're all smoking weed. Yeah, so that's that's kind of a joke. But but yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it and hopefully keep you updated as uh, we, get, we get more news from Deshaun. But um, uh, yeah, hopefully they get this one right. All right, now we will start with our weekly segment, Mas or Menos. This time we are talking about the NFC North. So we've got the Detroit Lions, Chicago Bears, Minnesota Vikings, and the Green Bay Packers. Um, and to start, um, I think we both agreed the Detroit Lions will probably finish last in the division this year. Yes. We're in agreeing there. All right. Uh, and so the the boy here had his assignment uh, to study up on the Lions. Uh, what have you found? Yeah, yeah. So I did a did a little homework, um, just a little bit here. Um, I think uh, they'll they'll definitely um, be last. I was kind of torn between them and Chicago. I think Chicago's definitely going to struggle um, this year, um, but yeah. uh, just it's the Detroit Lions. You, you know, <laughs> you you can always bet on them being trash. So, <laughs> um, but. According to USA Today, um, they actually have the Lions finishing eight and nine, which is quite <laughs> impressive. They also had them going second in the NFC North. They, they are absolutely wrong in this scenario. <laughs> Sorry, USA Today. Um, oh, just my. thought I'd get a, a, a decent source out there, um, <laughs> put USA Today in there and throw them under the bus. Yeah. But um, since 2012, um, the Lions have only had three winning seasons. 
Um, th those were 2014, 2016, and 2017. Whoa so it's way. it's been a fat minute. Um, and obviously, their quarterback was Matt Stafford at the time. Right. Uh, so I mean, not seeing a winning season since 2017. I'm just going to go with the uh, common denominator and guess that they are not going to have another winning season. <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll talk about their ceiling first. Um, they went, went pretty hard um, in the draft. Honestly, they, I think they did well in the draft um, in, in the draft. They went defense, offense, defense, offense, defense, defense, defense. Um, wow. So pretty defense heavy there. Uh, obviously, a common denominator that they knew their their defense was slacking. Um, but obviously, the pickup of uh, Aiden Hutch Hutchinson from um, Michigan, um, and then also the uh, offensive weapon of uh, Jamison Williams. Um, mm -hmm. Williams obviously out with the uh, ACL injury, which was devastating that he suffered in the championship game game there, but. Uh, uh, a few more little facts before I uh, discuss what I think their uh, ceiling and floor is. Um, so this past season, Lions finished 31st in uh, scoring defense and 29th in yards allowed. Mm. So basically awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, to sum that up, their defense mm. was just trash. Um, and then they were also the worst offensive team in the league last year as well. Jeez. So. Yeah, just, you know, just awful. <laughs> um, but, you know, to, to kind of aid that, I mean, they're the only way from here is up, right? I mean, you already are the worst, so why not try to get better, you know? And I think I think they will do that. Um, but I think uh, ceiling, I think they could maybe – um be third in the division i think third is probably best i i think second's probably out of the picture um i could see them being third as a as a ceiling um they've got quite a quite a few young stars um that that i think they could build around um you know they've got went and got uh quite a few guys in the draft um with aiden and and jameson and obviously uh DeAndre Swift is a, is an absolute baller. Like he's clearly proved himself. Um, St. Brown, the rookie last year proved himself as well. He's a baller. Um, and they also have uh, TJ Hawkinson, uh, DJ shark shark. Um, like they've got weapons. Um, so I think a ceiling is really that these guys just go out and really ball. Um, and I think a ceiling really probably is, getting third place in the division. Um, I mean, pushing the luck would be second in the division. I think it's out of the cards for them, but you know, high is high is that um, the offense just clicks, right? You know, maybe, maybe there's so many weapons that it takes the pressure off of Jared Goff. Cause uh, you know, if we're being honest, Jared's not a great quarterback, but maybe the weapons around him help take the pressure off of, off of his shoulders and he can, you know, just distribute the ball is, is all he really needs to do and get it to the weapons and let them handle business. Um, on the defensive side of things, I think a ceiling would be, um, you know, Aiden gets in there and, and does exactly what they want him to do and goes in there and causes all sorts of problems. Um, 
And, you know, they've got some young guys on there. They've obviously got uh, Jeff Akuda. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he was their rookie last year. And, you know, he's he's proved himself and he's only going to get better. So I think ceiling, you know, they they obviously weren't great. Um, you know, 31st in scoring and 29th in yards allowed. Um, so I think ceiling is really that that defense just gets better and um, helps them out. Hopefully that um, rookie Aiden gets in there and, you know, causes all sorts of problems, but ceiling um, for sure. I'll, I'll finish off that uh, ceiling is definitely third place. I think in the division um, floor, uh, all I can really say for the floor is literally the lions of last year, right? Like, <laughs> the the floor it was where, where they were last year um yeah. it could it could be that you know I think Jared is not the guy anyway but maybe Jared goes out and struggles even more than he already has um you know and maybe that that offense just can't click you know maybe they have problems there um and yeah again the defense could could again continue with the the struggles of you know you know turnovers and you know allowing yards and and points points allowed um so you know floor is definitely where they were last year i think and and struggling with the same same problems uh, of you know not being able to score and not being able to defend so that's that's where i think their floor is is definitely last in the division there no, yeah, hard to argue that. Uh, yeah, that's kind of where I have my issues too. Is that defense? Uh, just to clarify, Jeff was Jeff Okuda was a rookie two years ago, actually. So. Oh, he was two. Yeah, so all my he's... years are getting all mixed up. <laughs> no, it seems like he was a rookie because he hasn't done much really, which is kind of disappointing. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I would have issues or kind of concerns. Yeah, with the defense, I think that would kind of bring them down, but. But yeah, I mean, they they competed. They they played hard. You know, the Dan Campbell, their head coach, really gets them competing and, and playing tough. So, uh, you know, it's hard to argue against that. Uh, but yeah, it's just hard to see a ton of top tier talent. But yeah, I, I you know they're they're rebuilding. You know, they're getting some nice young pieces. So I mean, they're getting there. You know, you you can see some some nice pieces here coming along. So hopefully. Uh, you know, they start seeing some progress, but, um, but yeah, yeah, I totally agree there. Um, yeah, and you, you talked about, uh, Campbell, how, you know, is he's really good at the players, you know, want to go out and work hard for him, you know, yeah. so he's definitely like a player's first coach, um, which is good. And I think that's refreshing for them. So, you know, I think, you know, if anybody's going to turn it around, I hope it's him. I, I really like him as a coach too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he seems like a really, really good dude. So, yeah, that, that would be awesome if you can, yeah, get those guys winning some games and, yeah, getting out there and, yeah, make, making a difference. So, all right. Um, we both agree the Chicago Bears will probably finish third then in the division, Can okay? Yeah, Yes, sir. Yep. Um, and ulti- ultimately, yeah, I could see the Bears finishing last, um, but – uh, what it came down to for me was the quarterback position. I, I think Jared Goff, we've kind of seen what he is. He's, he, he, you know, he's, he's a mediocre. I don't think he's anything special or anything like that, but he's not terrible either. I don't think he's, you know, the worst quarterback in the league. Um, 
where the Bears they have young Justin Fields who 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 has the potential to be uh, a special quarterback. You know, he's he's got the the tools and the skills to 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 kind of elevate. And so I think that's why I kind of put the Bears ahead of the Lions just because that quarterback position, which is you know pretty important. Um, but uh, I'll start with the floor, the the Manos for the Chicago Bears. Um, yeah, I, I, I could definitely see him finishing last in the division. That would not surprise me. They've got their new head coach, uh, Uber Flus, I believe. Uh, so, you know, when there's a new coach coming in, it, it can be hard for them to kind of, uh, get a ha- handle on things and, uh, you know, kind of make their presence be known on the team and things. So I could see, kind of his his first year being a little struggle. I think their defense still has some talent. I know they lost some guys, but I think they've got quite of quite a bit of talent still. You know, you still got Roquan Smith, a really good linebacker. Yeah. Uh I really like Jalen Johnson, uh cornerback. I thought uh, he played well last year and then they picked up a a safety Jaquan Brisker who uh, I really liked coming out of the draft this year. I think could uh, really play well with uh, kind of that backfield with Eddie Jackson, who who's had flashes. I don't think he had the greatest of years last year, but uh, he he's shown flashes. So I think if, if those, those, that backfield can kind of uh, work together and, and kind of play off one another, I, I think they could play well, but at the same time, uh, it's hard to really know, um, you know, has the defense peaked? You know, they were really good that one year with Mitchell Trubisky as quarterback, and they kind of made that run in the playoffs. Um, and then after that, they really weren't the same. And so, you know, some new faces in there, and and they are still pretty young. I can see them struggling a little bit. Uh, and, and you know, again, with the new kind of coaching staff in there, maybe it takes them a minute to kind of get things under their belt. And so I could see them, you know, slipping up some games, um, they, they, they did lose or they traded, uh, Khalil Mack to the chargers who was a beast for them. So they don't have him anymore. So that that's a big playmaker on that defensive line. That's no longer there. Maybe that ends up proving to be kind of detrimental to them. Uh, they still got Robert Quinn who's, who's good, but I, I don't know if he can repeat his success. He had last year, he kind of exploded last year. I'm not really sure he can repeat that, but, um, so maybe he, doesn't perform as well now that Khalil's not there to help him out. And there's not uh, uh, as many, uh, there's not as much help on the inside, uh, the, the interior defensive line. And then offensively, uh, the, the the big glaring concern is the weapons, the receivers, uh, which has been talked about quite a bit, kind of all over social media and things. They lose uh, Allen Robinson. He goes to the Rams, who was really their best playmaker I, I I still think he, he was I know um Darnell Mooney played well for them last year and I think that's kind of what they're banking on this year is that he'll uh take another step and and kind of end up being that guy but uh, he he hasn't proven a ton yet and so he's still pretty young and so I maybe the the offensive weapons yeah just proved to not be very good and they they struggled to kind of move the ball up and down the field. I, I definitely can see that. 
And then their offensive line, uh, there's been a lot of weird things going around with Tevin Jenkins, their rookie last year, uh, offensive lineman. I just saw over here, uh, he's missed his sixth straight practice with an undisclosed injury, uh, which I honestly think he's he might just be not wanting to play right now because uh, they there was rumors of them looking to trade him already. I mean, it's only his second season, so there's kind of some weird things going on with that. Uh, he didn't play very well last year. They kind of had to move him around on that line to try and help him out. So uh, not good. So maybe that offensive line kind of struggles <laughs> with with Tevin Jenkins and, and they just uh, can't uh, protect Justin Fields and he continues to have to just kind of run around uh, to make anything happen. Um, so I could definitely see their their floor being pretty bad. Uh, probably top five pick, to be honest. I, that would not surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, Justin was pretty good last year. I don't think he was spectacular by any means, but he played all right. So he still has a lot to prove. So, you know, maybe he he struggles some more and and uh, they just need to get him some more weapons. So, but with a new head coach, you know, it, uh, you know, they've got some rebuilding to do. And I, I think they know that. Uh, but for their their moss, their their ceiling, um, I don't think I could see them finishing second in the division. That's I don't know if I could see them uh, beating out the Vikings. The Vikings are still pretty good. Uh, they yeah, I think the Vikings still have a pretty good roster, so I don't see that happening. But I could see them. You know, maybe Justin does take that step and. Same with Darnell Mooney and his his weapons. You know, uh, Cole Komet, the young tight end, maybe he ends up taking another step as well. And the that whole group just kind of grows together and ends up being a pretty dynamic trio. That would be, I could see that happening. Um, you know, maybe if, if they can figure out the offensive line. I know they got some pretty good running backs. Uh, Khalil Herbert played well for them last year. David Montgomery did as well. So, yeah, you know, I think those are both young, young guys still, uh, they can improve and, and still grow. And Uberflus is a uh, kind of a defensive guy, uh, the head coach. And so maybe he can tap into this talent on the defensive end and they end up playing pretty well. Uh, that would be, that would be great. Um, and uh, that would definitely elevate their, their ceiling you know, maybe Robert Quinn still has some, some more in him. Uh, and, and, uh, he, he has another really good season, you know, Roquan as the, the kind of the leader on that defense, I think, you know, he's a beast. So, you know, you're always gonna, that's always going to help having a guy like him. And then again, like I mentioned that, that, that backfield, the defensive backs, you know, there, there's some talent there. So maybe, uh, Uber can kind of tap into that and they play really well. So, yeah, I could say him winning, um, maybe eight, nine games. I don't know if I can see him double digit wins. Uh, maybe pushing it, uh, especially when you've got Aaron Rodgers and um, Kirk cousins, you got to play them twice <laughs> a year. Um, I'm not sure what the rest of their schedule is looking like. Let's see. Um, oh yeah. They got Kansas city, San Francisco. Um, yeah. I mean, Dallas, Dallas yeah, yeah, that'll be tough. Uh, oh yeah. Buffalo. <laughs> Yeah, they've got some pretty tough games, but you know they do have um, Atlanta. 
you know, you do have the Lions. They also got uh, the the Texans and the Giants. So, um, you know, that'll help. Uh, but yeah, that, that's kind of where I see their Moss and um, and maybe Uberflus is a, is a really good coach uh, and kind of helps this young team that they've got a young young talent. So you know, they've got some some developing to do and some growth for sure. But maybe Uberflus is the guy for the job and can help them kind of. Uh, reach their potential so um yeah i think that's their their uh, moss um and then this is maybe where the bigger debate is do you think the minnesota vikings can be the number one seed in the nfc north i think that they could i i think they will actually i think the loss of um Obviously, um, what's his name? Who am I trying to think of? Uh, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, that's his name. Obviously, the loss of Devontae Adams, I think that's going to play such a big role um, in the Packers' offense. Really? Um, yeah, I think I think the, the Vikings will take over that number one spot. Um, I mean, obviously, you can't, you know, you can't bet against, you know, Aaron Rodgers. So it's hard. Um, but just the numbers that, um, that Adams puts up, it's, uh, I just think that the Vikings will, will take that spot there. Wow. Okay. Um, all right, let's do it then. We'll, 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 we'll I don't know if I believe, if I, if I think that way, but, um, for, for this sake, let's do it. Let's, let's do Minnesota Vikings as the finishing first this year in the NFC North. I think it'll be tight. I think they they had some tough games between the Packers and the Vikings last year, so they were on their yeah. heels. And Devontae, he's a he's a good player, so you know that's going to be a big loss for sure. So maybe that is a big enough loss that uh, the Vikings can take take that step forward. So for this sake, let's do it. Let's do Green Bay next, um, which I had the, the assignment to look at them. Um, I'll do their Manos again, their floor. Uh, like you said, maybe uh, Devante uh, is kind of a bigger deal than what we're talking about. Um, and the rest of Aaron Rodgers' uh, playmakers struggle to, you know, have that connection uh, with Aaron. I mean, Aaron and Devante had just a otherworldly connection. You know, they were just, they were just great right. together. But um, so maybe they, these guys struggle and I could see that happening. You know, they kind of have a bunch of, you know, um, kind of question marks, really. Sammy Watkins, you know, we kind of know what he is, but I don't think he's great, uh, but he's okay. Um, Christian Watson, the rookie, has a lot of potential, but is raw. He, he played for North Dakota State at a college, which is not a big school. So maybe he struggles to adjust to kind of the, the big boys of the NFL. And then Alan Lazard's been on the Packers for a while, but I mean, hasn't done much. I know Aaron Rodgers really likes him, but uh, he's yet to really prove a, a lot. So, I mean, maybe, yeah, that they struggle to to move the ball through the air. I know um, they, they're more of a running team anyway. Now, uh, you know, they're, they're a great running team, but uh, you know, there's only so much the run game can do. And maybe Aaron, um, 
looks a little older. Uh, you know, he's getting up there. He's not getting any younger. So maybe uh, his arm, you know, doesn't look as good. I mean, I'm sure he'll be great still, but maybe not to that MVP level that we were used to seeing the past two years. Yeah. Um, you know, so maybe he takes a step back and, and doesn't uh, doesn't look the same. Uh, and then their offensive line. I know they got some they they've got some some beasts up there on the line, but um, uh, yeah, I mean their line's really good. I, I'm not really sure. There's much to to really talk about there. I think they'll be fine. Um, and then defensively, they had some uh, they had some guys leave. Uh, the defensive end who ends, actually ended up going to the Vikings, uh, Zadarius Smith. Smith. Yeah, yeah. He, he's good. I liked him. I thought he played well for the Packers. Maybe his loss ends up kind of being a bigger deal than what we're talking about. I thought he was a good player. I know they have um, uh, Rashawn Gary, who really played well for them last year, but um, they're kind of different players. I'm not really sure he can really fill that boy that uh, Zadarius Smith might have but I guess we'll see I mean that I, I could see it but they still have Preston Smith too who's who's been good for him but um and then they um uh, Jair Alexander who's very good considered one of the top corners in the league you know they, they've still got some guys in the in the secondary um and so yeah I mean defensively I think it really have the, the question marks maybe on that defensive line can they still get enough pressure to uh you know to kind of put the heat on the opposing quarterbacks i think the secondary is probably still going to be pretty good and so for that reason i think their their mainos or their floor is probably second in the division i don't think i can see him going lower than that i mean when you have aaron Rodgers, it's it's hard to see anything less than that um so I mean they're they're going to be relevant just because he's Aaron Rodgers you know that he always makes them relevant. As for their ceiling or their moss, I think it's right back to where they were last year, competing for a Super Bowl. Um, you know Aaron Rodgers hasn't really shown any signs of digressing yet, so there's no reason to think he will. Um, you know back to back MVP, so maybe he goes out there and just just slings it and it doesn't matter who he's throwing it to, but uh, he's going to find a way to get them the ball. I could see that happening. He's that good. Again, we've already talked about the offensive line They're They're very good. Um, and uh, I don't think he's going to have any issues there. The run game is excellent. Uh, and I don't think that's changing at all. Uh, and maybe Christian Watson, the rookie. Yeah. Goes out and balls out. Uh, I know Amir, Amiri Rogers, the rookie last year, maybe he takes a step. I, I think he's good. I, I kind of like him. So maybe he he takes a step and maybe those guys as a collective unit end up, uh, you know, helping the team out because they're not, uh, the defenses aren't focused so much on one player, you know, and Aaron can kind of just sling it around and do what he wants with it. I, you know, I could see that being beneficial to the offense. And then again, the defense we've already talked about, I think the, the secondary is good. I don't think, there's going to be much questions there. Uh, and then for the defensive line, you know, maybe Rashawn Gary can take another step. He's still pretty young. Uh, I know he was, uh, he's still a young player. So, you know, maybe he can improve and maybe just giving him some more workload after Zadarius moved on can help him out and can, uh, yeah, just, just uh, increase his numbers even more. Um, 
And then, yeah, I mean, the rest, they, they've still got some guys up on that line. You know, Preston, like I mentioned, is still a very good player. The linebacker, Devondre Campbell, is still a very good player as well. Kenny Clark is is still regarded as as a really good, one of the best nose tackles in the league. So, I mean, they're, they're, they've still got some guys up there. And, uh, you know, maybe they they just make another step and and continue to be great. So I could, you know, I think their, their mass or their ceiling is they could definitely finish first in the division. And yeah, once again, competing for a Super Bowl. Um, I mean, with, with so many players leaving the NFC and going kind of over to the AFC, the AFC now looks like a really stacked division and the AFC not as much anymore. So I could see them being the number one seed in the playoffs in the NFC and just kind of going all the way through and, and into the Super Bowl. So, you know, just hope they don't hit the 49ers again, because apparently they're the kryptonite of Aaron Rodgers. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I could definitely see that being a possibility. Um, so that goes ahead and leads us to the Minnesota Vikings, uh, who I guess we're predicting to be first in the NFC North kind of hot take here. Uh, yeah. Let, let's hear it. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. I think that Devonte Adams trade is, is going to be a little bit bigger than it's put out to be. Um, <clears throat> again, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's, it's hard to, you know, bet against him, especially with his rap sheet, you know, he, he can sling it to literally anybody, but I don't know. He was just his guy and his guy for so long that um, I think it's going to, I think it's going to throw him off just, a, just a little bit and just enough for the, the Vikings to kind of step in there. Um, but I've got a, got a little stuff here um, before I step into their uh, Masumenos there. Um so they uh since 2012 they've had six winning seasons so a little bit a little bit more than Detroit obviously <laughs> um they've uh so in 2012 they did 2015 2017 2018 2019 and then 2021 so a decent rap sheet um i was i was pretty uh surprised by their uh defensive and offensive stats um they were um, second in sacks in the entire league. Um, really? In, Last yeah, year? Yeah. Wow. I, guess. I didn't know that. Jeez. Yeah. They were uh, 10th in interceptions and 13th in takeaways. So, I mean, they were right there in, in the meat of it. Yeah. <laughs> which is, is very surprising. I mean, as far as. <laughs> as my information goes i don't know how true that is according to espn but no i mean i i feel like espn is pretty reliable so yeah that's yeah. crazy though yeah and um offensive side they were um first in the fewest interceptions thrown which seems pretty legit i mean they were you know kirk cousins is a pretty safe quarterback you know and yeah um fifth in passer rating and ninth in red zone touchdown percentage um so I mean they were right in the meat of it I guess pretty pretty good um again I I think it's going to come back to that uh that um you know Devonte Adams trade I think that's what's really going to boost them up there um so that's kind of what I see um but uh jumping into their uh their uh Masumenos um their Menos I think is uh the floor 
definitely third in the or not third second in the division i don't think they're they'll drop any lower than than second there um again i think they just have too many weapons for them to drop um lower than second um you know when you've got a a core built around justin jefferson adam thielen dalvin cook you yeah. know the the young you know the tight end irv smith it's like eh, it's just it's it's difficult to assume that they're going to be any lower than than second if that were the case yeah um but yeah floor i i could see second in the division you know you could i could see kirk cousins just kind of being the way he is you know just kind of running the mills um normal kurt you know he's pretty average i would say with him you know he hasn't proved proved anything there um so i could see him you know just kind of being kurt the Curdy always has been and and has shown um you know and maybe maybe uh jefferson and and thielen and cooks have have problems you know there on the offensive side of the ball i, I don't see it happening just because you know they've proved themselves already um but you know maybe that's maybe that's the case um and then defensively maybe they they struggle they they seem to be they were okay last year pretty good um so you know maybe that defense struggles but um you know leading into their their moss their their ceiling um i think their ceiling is definitely probably uh first in the division that's kind of what my bold prediction was um i think the offense if they all goes right i think they'll be they'll be great if they can keep um dalvin cooks healthy you know he's obviously struggled with injuries in the past if he can stay healthy he's clearly shown how dangerous he is you know he's obviously a guy that is is high caliber and he's clearly one that's get gets taken very quick in you know in fantasy um and also with justin jefferson adam thieland all those guys on the offensive side of the ball um it's it's hard you know, to, to bet against those guys. Um, so I, I think ceiling definitely on the offensive side of the ball is, is really just going out there and, and slinging it around and, you know, doing, doing their thing there. Um, defensive side of the ball. I think that uh, Zadarius Smith trade for sure adds a lot to their ceiling. I think that'll help them, help them a lot. Um, and then, in the draft, they went pretty defense heavy as well. Um, you know, and they've, they've got a pretty good, pretty good core there. You know, Eric Kendricks is a, is a great um, linebacker that they've got there. And then adding, you know, Zadarius Smith and, and all those guys. So, um, you know, yeah. And Daniel Hunter there as well. Yeah. I mean, obviously a baller he's, he's proved himself as well. So um, I think, I think ceiling for sure um defensively they they could be a pretty good defense um yeah oh wow jordan hicks too as well like they're you know they've got some weapons there on on the defensive side of the ball so you know ceiling i could see them definitely taking the division making a a pretty serious push to the to the super bowl honestly and you know i i really believe that they they could do that um i think probably 
my own concern is Kirk Cousins. I don't know what it is about me and Kirk, but I just I don't know if he's the guy, you know. Yeah. He's he's just kind of proved that he's, you know, running the mills, mediocre. So I mean he's good, like he's better than the average, you know, average guy. But uh, it's it's hard, you know. I I wish him the best, but I just don't know if he's the guy. You know, I think this this year will definitely be a make or break year for him um, if he is that guy in you know Minnesota. Um, but yeah, again, ceiling definitely taking the division, making a pretty serious push to the Super Bowl, and then you know floor I could see him taking you know being second in division and you know making a you know, I could see him making the playoffs, but not a very deep push there. But yeah, yeah. that's kind of that's kind of my my take on it. I don't know if you've got anything to add there, Darren. No, yeah, I, I like that. Um, yeah, I think ultimately that's kind of where my concern is to in regards to their ceiling. Is yeah, they've got a lot of talent. You know, just looking through their roster here. Um, defensively, I think is kind of where they struggled last year at times and so it sounds like yeah they, they did a pretty good job buffing that up via the draft and uh free agency uh louis seen was their uh first round pick he, yeah i was gonna he, mention him he was part of that georgia defense uh last year uh so i i think he's a player and then they also went to uh, andrew booth a corner at a clemson in the second round uh i think he's a good player too so they they I like the picks they made here to try and help that defense out, uh, which you love to see. And and we all know about their offense. I think they've got a great offensive line. Uh, Christian Derrishaw, their first round pick last year, I really liked, and I I thought he played well last year. And um, they've they've got the weapons already on offense. You know, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, like you said, and Dalvin Cook. Um, so yeah, I think. Yeah, the, the ceiling comes down to Kirk Cousins, you know, is he the guy to t- take him, you know, to, to make a deep run into the Super Bowl um, and, it, you know, in the playoffs. And yeah, I just I don't know if I if I uh, trust that either. So ultimately, I think that's what's going to hold him back. You know, when when you've got to put him out there and competing with, you know, Aaron Rodgers and, um, you know, some of the other great quarterbacks, Tom Brady, you know, um, he's just, he's, he's not going to stack up and that's such a big position. It's, it's hard to ignore that. So I could see him. Yeah. Kind of, you know, finishing uh, the season as one of the top, uh, uh, the top picks in the playoff, the top seeds in the playoff, but I don't know if I can see him making it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Maybe to the NFC championship game, but man, yeah, I don't know. It's tough to see Kirk, taking him that way but hey who knows i mean i could be wrong um i know they're going all in for kirk you know they they brought in kevin o'connell who is a kirk cousins guy you know they were together in washington when they were together here and um you know and so a lot of people were saying he he's the next up and coming great offensive mind in the league uh you know so we're, we're who knows we're we're We'll wait and see, I guess. Um, but if he is, maybe that's enough to to propel him to a Super Bowl. Um, but we'll have to wait and see, I guess, and kind of see what happens. I do like him. I do like him as a coach. I think I think he'll be good for him and help them out. 
but I just don't know if I can if I can put their ceiling as a, as a Super Bowl team. But yeah, uh, for the floor, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, they they've got a lot of talent. I I again, I like the coach and the the move to to bring him in, and I just don't think this talent and the uh, yeah, all this talent on this roster is gonna bring them all the way down to third or fourth in the division. I think yeah. I think second is probably the lowest they'll go. Uh, there's just a lot more for sure guys on this roster than there are on the bears or the lions. So yeah, that, that makes complete sense to me. All right. I think that wraps up the NFC North. Any last things you wanted to add uh, in regards to anything in the NFC North as we finish up this division? No, no, it, it'll be interesting. Um, I think it'll be clear, you know, who the, you know, who's going to be making a run at the first and second spot in that division. Yeah. You know, I think it's going to come down to Green Bay and, and Minnesota. I don't think Chicago or Detroit will be even in the conversation, really. I think they're, you know, they're still in a rebuilding, you know, stage. Yeah. Um, but again, I think it'll be interesting to watch those two teams, you know, go at it. And they have been going at it for, you know, the past couple of years. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers is always, you know, kind of reign triumphant there. But, you know, we'll see if that um, that trade for, you know, Green Bay and Devontae Adams' departure, we'll see if that really plays an effect. I think it will, but we'll, you know, we'll wait and see and see where, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, that that's, I think that's a hot take. I think that's a, that's a, <laughs> the definition of a hot take there saying Minnesota one, Green Bay two. So, we're betting against the two-time MVP. So, hey, <laughs> yeah, we'll, see. <laughs> we'll see if it comes true. And if it is, and if it doesn't, if you think we're crazy, hey, call us out, you know, let us know. But um, uh, we're we're sticking to it. We're sticking by it. And uh, we'll see we'll see what happens in the season. But, yeah, it's a fun division. This division is, I think, always fun because there's some great rivalries. You know, the Bears, oh, yeah. the Packers, always, always a heated rivalry, even though <laughs> the Bears uh, have struggled in years. Past. Even though Aaron Rodgers still owns them, <laughs> I still exactly. own you. I still own you. Yeah, yeah, but the fact that he even has to say that just tells you. Yeah, there's exactly. some heated rivalries there. You know, the Bears have never been able to compete with Aaron Rodgers or the Packers. Yeah, he's still out there trash talking the fans. So it still means a lot to to both teams. And hopefully, uh, Justin Fields can take a step and can be pretty good. And and could be a lot of fun to watch. So I'm excited to see what he does. And then um, I'm excited to see what the coach does for Minnesota. I, I like this guy. He might still be kind of young. He might need a couple of years to kind of adjust to as a head coach and to try and get uh, his feet underneath him, you know, and, and kind of, uh, you know, kind of adjust a little bit, but uh, I think, I think he might be a pretty good coach. So that'll be fun to see. So uh yeah a fun division uh next time we will go ahead and talk about the afc north hopefully we'll have some clarity on the deshaun watching case because the cleveland browns are in that division so we'll see about that um but yeah we will talk about them next time and uh this about wraps up the third edition of coaching from the couch with the hill bros Thanks again for joining us. Um, any last thing you want to wrap up this podcast with? Blake? Yeah, no, thanks. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah. Again, leave a, leave a review, leave suggested, subscribe, 
Yeah, subscribe the whole whole ordeal. Yeah, you know, share like. with your friends. Yes, let it <laughs> let it be known. You know, if That's you have right. any suggestions or topics that you'd like us to to discuss, you know, drop them down if you can, and and we'll you know try and get to them. And again, thanks for thanks for listening. And you know, do everything: share it, like it, subscribe it. You know, leave a comment, all the good stuff. That's right. I think we did a better job keeping it a little shorter for everyone this time around. So uh, hopefully that helps. Uh, we'll, we'll keep working to kind of trim that down and, and for sure. uh, get our points across. So, all righty. Well, um, thanks again, everyone. And uh, we will shoot to uh, release our next episode around this time next week. Again, just enjoy the football that's coming. Uh, the preseason game tomorrow the nfl training camps across the league and um yeah i mean enjoy it before you know it we'll be watching games and we'll be in the thick of it so uh, it's almost here all righty well uh for darren uh my co-host blake yeah thanks again and uh, we will see you guys next time thank you okay peace out <laughs>